It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. Hey, hey, good morning. Welcome. Welcome one and all. It is Friday, y'all. Welcome to uh, the program. Tom and Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us as uh, we go through a uh, a Friday morning. Get you ready for the weekend with all the sports that's going on, and we're glad you're with us. We are presented today and every day by the fine folks at Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business, Ted Teague and his group. Appreciate them. And we are brought to you, as always, by Good Feet, Big Boys Record Service, and Landscape Supply. So, hey, thanks to all of those folks for uh, being a part of the program. Glad to have you with us. Let's go around the horn. Ward, how are you this morning? Outstanding. Garrett, how are you? Stars one. I'm good. Yeah, I, you know, we were talking about that this morning. And, Ward, don't you agree that the wing play of the Stars oh, elevated <laughs> to another level last night to get them that, that win on the road? Yes. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to Ottinger. I'm going to give it to the young goalie for, for pitching the shutout. Well, yeah, 2 nothing on the road. That's that's big time. It was big time. But they kept crossing that blue line too often. It happens, man. You got to cross it. You can't cross until the puck crosses. Garrett, I'll teach you that. these rules. I know that. But, I mean, they, you know, they were getting whistled for crossing that blue line. What do they call that, offside? That is offside. That's offside. See? Look, he see Ward. Ward looked up and goes, crap, he knows, he knows a little something. <laughs> ah, does Ward look like he ought to have a headset and patrol in the sideline right now? He's definitely game day ready. He is. He's got the, he's got the polo on. He's got the slacks on. He's ready to roll. He's going he's gonna to call regular right, you know, 35 dive or something. I don't know. I could do that. You ready to go? I mean, I am ready. Uh, yeah. So Ward will have the Crawford softball game tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Over on 104.9, the star. And uh, we'll also have Bosqueville. But what time is your first pitch? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock tonight. 6.45 for the pregame on 104.9 FM. I will have the Bosqueville baseball game against Ranger. And that will be – that's an early one. 4.45 for the warm-up show. 5 o'clock first pitch. Lucky you. Right yeah, on ESPN. And I got to travel a long way, all the way out to Bosqueville. Ooh, I don't know if you can make it, man. <laughs> yep, I'm telling you. So that'll Again, be Again, lucky you. <laughs> yeah, you're in Duncanville. Uh, there's some great restaurants up there. Yeah, there's quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a monster to get there. Yeah. You've made that trip. I've made times that trip. The past yep. couple of years. Yep, last couple of years. Yep, that's an it's a, that's an that is maybe the most interesting little – even once you get to the campus, it's not exactly – No, that's the hardest one of all the teams no in that question. district to get to. No question. You are – it's like a maze. You're, you're driving through a maze to get back, you know, once you get to campus. So, just getting to campus is going to be a <laughs> – Especially a, at that time. Easy. A backflip and a somersault. <laughs> easy. <laughs> so – so we, we've got that. So we'll have softball on 104.9 with Crawford taking on Tom Bean. And that's a series, two out of three, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You like Crawford's chances? I do. I do too. Yeah. Tom Bean was able to upset Cumbie in for, for their bi-district championship in a one-game playoff. Uh, they're the fourth team out of their district coming in. So, uh, I you know, I you know, Crawford ranked number one in the girls' softball 
association uh, rankings. So I, 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 they should be able to win a series against this team. Kirk Allen's going to tell you that. To. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Kirk Allen's going to tell you they all start 0-0. Right. But with that said. Well, uh, I mean, you th- look at a team that just came off of a miraculous by-district mm-hmm. win. Big highs, big lows. Well, you bat was, around. I've never seen it in softball or baseball ever. They bat around three times in the first inning. Mm. Bat around mm-hmm. three times in the five first inning. Five home runs. Right. Yeah, five home runs in the inning. Never seen that. Five home runs in the runs. first. Top of the first. I say the top of the first. Half an inning. <laughs> there was five bombs. And a couple of them may still be in flight. Yes. They were roped. They they were, yeah, they they, they hit the ball well. Yeah. To say the least. I, I, I was bouncing back and forth that night. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what That was last week. Last Friday. Yeah. So... <laughs> Crawford was over on one on on one field, the the turf field, yeah. and, and then uh, Academy was playing Teague mm-hmm. over on the other field. In the top of the first, there was five runs put on the board. In the top, I was going back and forth, going which half inning is going to end first. <laughs> uh, clearly, the Academy Teague did. <laughs> yes. What was it? Eighteen runs in the top of the first. Yeah, eighteen to nothing after one. That's when you throw in the white towel, man. Well, it kind of happened. Yeah, it did. But so, that's that just I mean that that's just, just shows a you how glimpse. good they are. They're pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But they really are good. Uh so we'll have that one for you on one oh four point nine. And then right here on ESPN we'll have Boskeville opening up by district play against Ranger. And I guess see what won a coin flip or something. I don't know. But they're playing at home and I liked it. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I was going, okay, Ranger, Boskeville, maybe Stephenville, yeah, maybe that's Cleburne. What I was and he says, hey, we're playing at home. I said, I, I'm all about it. <laughs> so uh, that'll be tonight or uh, this afternoon at 445 for the warm-up, 5 o'clock first pitch right here on ESPN Central Texas. Should be a lot of fun. MCC Softball opened with a run rule win last uh, yesterday afternoon in their, uh, in their uh, regional tournament. And they'll play this afternoon at 3 o'clock mm-hmm. in Weatherford. Mm-hmm. Boy, they're cooking. They are. That is, what is it, 52 53, I can't remember. Uh, they got a ton of wins, I can tell you that. <laughs> I think they're like 52 and 3 or something. Uh, 52 wow. and 5. Wow. 52 and 5. And again, they will play North Central uh, this afternoon at 3 o'clock. So Chris Berry's got them going. Mm-hmm. UMHB uh, had to postpone their game in the fourth inning in, right? the, in, the, in the conference championship. They're in Bellhaven in Louisiana, and it's 2 2. In the fourth with McMurray, so a couple of teams had to drive a long way for a conference. They're going to pick it back up today. Yeah, they're going to pick it back up today at four o'clock. We shall resume. Yeah. <laughs> so never hate. You never want to hear that, do you? No, nope, no, you don't. It uh, it's a seven oh seven. A baseball MCC baseball will be in action tomorrow. They'll play uh, a doubleheader in Grayson to conclude the. Um, to conclude their their regular season, they've already clinched the conference championship. Now it's just about keeping it rolling, and that's exactly what Mitch Thompson and the Highlander baseball team. That's what we were talking about yesterday. If you look at what just what they're doing in the spring between baseball and softball on that campus, and then I got thinking about it last night. Just think what that place is going to be like once they 
get the turf down and they get the padded walls mm-hmm. and they get the lights and all of that stuff. Will there be a better facility in the state of Texas? Can there be? A, I mean, come on. Pretty nice little ballpark as it is. That's so. absolutely. And their 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 training facilities, their cages, and all that. I mean, they really. And if you walk into their clubhouse, uh, it it looks like it looks like a D one or a big league clubhouse. I mean, it is nice. They've they've done a lot of stuff over there. So good stuff, good stuff. So that'll be coming up. Uh, Baylor baseball is off this weekend. Baylor softball is in Austin to take on Texas. And that'll start tonight, right, uh, over on our sister station, 101.3 Cool FM. So, uh, there you go. All right, uh, 708, it's eight minutes after seven. And I know we're going to be a little busy this weekend, but, you know, the Kentucky Derby's coming up this weekend. Mm -hmm. Have you picked your horse? No. I haven't even looked. Oh, come on. Don't tell me you haven't looked. I haven't looked. You guys, before the end of the show, you guys have got to look and pick a horse. Okay. I'll, I'll take There's the twenty to pick from. Hmm. Now the favorite is Zandon. Zandon's a three to one. I don't understand the odds and all that stuff, but he's no, I don't either. Three to one. I'm taking the horse in the two in, coming out of the, the number two spot, just because I like his name, which is Happy Jack. Happy Jack. He's happy. Okay. Don't worry. He may not be. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he may not be. Uh, there's some pretty cool names. Uh, Tis the Bomb. Tis the Bomb's in the nine spot. Could be Pioneer of the Nile. He's going to take it. Where? Who? Pioneer of the Nile. What? What? I see, I see Pioneer of Medina. Right here. Pioneer of the Nile. I'll take him. Let me see. Where's that at? Pioneer of the Nile. I don't even see a Pioneer of the Nile. I don't see it. I just looked it up. Maybe it was last year. Hell, that, I, don't I bet that was last year. I, I'm, or maybe I'm looking at last year. I don't know. No, it's Kentucky 2022 horses. Pioneer of the Nile. He's mine. Am I looking at the wrong list? Not no, sure. no. Uh, anyway, well, pick a horse and, and you better double check. Make sure your horse is in that race. All right, seven ten. Ten minutes after seven o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we're going to talk some NBA basketball. We'll do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grayson, they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that's and he's in incredible. their Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes, <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquite jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our their new Barria menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Barria enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, 
and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small, they do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Are you looking for employment or career change? Knife River is looking for CDL drivers, equipment operators, and concrete and asphalt crew members. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600. That's 254-761-2600. Or apply online at KnifeRiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Call today and get hired. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A strong ridge of high pressure building in, and that means lots of sunshine and temperatures above normal starting today and running right on through the weekend. High temperatures today with mostly sunny skies will top out at 90 degrees. Clear skies tonight. We fall to 68 and mostly sunny. It's going to be hot tomorrow with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. All right, 715, 15 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Did we finally figure, I mean, did you pick a horse, Ward? I'm going to go with, I think it's uh, the six horse, Messier. Messier. Messer. Messer, okay. And you took Pioneer of the Medina, and I got, what did I say, Happy Jack? I think you went with Happy Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Happy Jack. You know, if he gets beat, at least he'll do it smiling. He's happy. Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, NBA playoffs. Memphis Grizzlies 
in game three will, will be without Dylan Brooks. He's been suspended. You guys agree with that uh, assessment uh, by the NBA? Yeah, I mean, just look, I think you had to do something. I still i am kind of like with Ward. I, look, it, it was a foul, granted, but, you know, it happens. You're setting the tone. I don't have a problem with it. It's unfortunate that, you know, the injury happened, but at the same time, it's sports. It's playoff basketball. Set the tone. Yeah, just just suspend it for a game and move on. Yeah, I'm fine with it. The um, all of the assessments I heard yesterday with the, you know, the experts, the experts said that Dylan Brooks is not a dirty player, but the play was a dirty play. Yeah. All, right, all right, I'll roll with that. I, again, for me, when I watched the highlight, I didn't see a guy going for the ball. I didn't see a guy trying to pin the ball on the backboard. I saw a guy hitting a guy in the head, knocking him to the floor. And here's the thing about it from from Peyton's standpoint. He was defenseless. The guy's behind him. He has no way to defend himself when he's going up to – I mean, he, he is. He's defenseless. He hit a defenseless guy. He's facing – they're both facing north. <laughs> you know, it's not like Peyton could see Brooks coming and, and, you know, and make an adjustment or whatever. It, he hit him from behind. I think a lot of the times, though, when you're in that situation, you've got to know. Like, you, you've got to feel, right? Like, if you're a quarterback in the pocket and you're not looking, you've got you to have your senses out and feel it. I'm pretty sure in that situation, you know somebody's chasing you down. I, look, if he would have took his legs out, that's a whole different story. But what happened? Eh, it's a, it happens. Well, does it? I mean, yeah. Well, I think it's. I, I I would not have a problem with one of my players doing that. All right. Well, again, I you know we're all going to disagree. We're disagreeing, <laughs> it, it, but I it mean, wasn't like he tackled him or he went down and took his legs out. He, I mean, he hit him he, and he hit him hard, and it may have been he uh, hammered him in the head. Well, it may have been his inertia that pushed him too far. I don't know, but I again, if if I've got a player that's going to Try to send a message. Uh, I don't think he meant to break his elbow by any stretch of the imagination. He didn't mean to harm him, but he meant to send a message out. And, look, I like hard basketball. Uh, Justin says uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, Kerr said before the game that they need to set a physical tone. He didn't want it. To me, there's a difference between playing hard-nosed physical basketball and hitting a defenseless guy. Again, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Peyton being a defenseless guy because he was – everything was behind him. So, NBA thought it was, was you know – and again, I, listen, I, I'm not an NBA expert, but all of the guys that we've had on our airwaves and, and on our sister station, Fox Sports, said basically the same thing. Not a dirty player, but the play was a dirty play. And now you got a guy that that you you count on, who's going to be gone what four, maybe six weeks, four to six weeks, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's, I mean, that's that's a big price to pay when you're playing playoff basketball. It is, but go ahead, Garrett. I mean, you I, spill I'm it just out. Like I look, you're playing Golden State, who notoriously has a guy in Draymond, who in the game one started some mess. And got ejected. You're going out. You know, coming into that, that you're going to have to match that intensity. And when you go back and look at the foul, while it, look, I know you're saying he hit him in the head. To me, he kind of caught his arms. It was just an awkward. 
It was play. very awkward. It was awkward. I, I just I don't have a problem with what he did and setting and trying to match what Golden State had already established as this is going to be a physical series. Mm-hmm. I just I don't have a problem with it. It's unfortunate that he got hurt, but at the same time, it happens. I agree hundred percent. All right. Well, he'll get he'll get to sit in civvies and watch game three. I'd buy him a steak dinner if he's on my team. He probably got plenty of them. Yeah. Well, you guys are rough. Rough. Well, man, you got to set the tone. Well, I, again, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. I just think, you know, there's ways to do it. And, again, we've ta- we talked about it yesterday when you talked about Boston and Chicago and Detroit. And, uh, look, there was nobody played more physical than Detroit. And, I mean, heck, I think. Wouldn't you say, Ward, that they spent more time crossing the line or trying to push the line? Well, yeah. I mean, they I mean, played very physical basketball. I mean, it was – those dudes got after it. I mean, it was – I just feel like, look, if you if you want to compare – I guess that's apples and oranges in a sense, but the foul by Brooks, by those standards, hell, that's a common foul. That, that happened every day. They may not have been called. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it would have just been a foul. All right, so Golden State uh, w- will be without Peyton for four to six weeks, and the Grizzlies will be without Brooks one game. It's not like they took out Clay Thompson, right, or, or or Steph Curry. I think the the Golden State still has enough firepower to win this series. Well, I think so too, but I again I don't think he went in there intending to Hurt take him, him out no. of the game. He went in there to send a message. You know, I, I'll agree with that. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think he set out to go. Hey, I'm gonna take this dude and I'm gonna put him. No, nobody I, saw I, him I, breaking I, that. I mean, that, that was just. An, I just thought the way he went about it. I, if he would have played the basketball in any shape, form, or fashion, I wouldn't have had a problem with it. But he didn't. I mean, anybody well, he couldn't get there too. So he just well, did what he, he was could. So far behind, he did well, the next thing, and, and he was giving effort. I like the I like the effort and the hustle. He knocked the snot out of the player instead of the ball. Maximum effort, man. That's why they got pads on that thing. On what thing? On the goal. They don't have pads on those elbows. Well, that's you know maybe you should invest. <laughs> <laughs> if that would have been your team, you, you would. I mean, if that would have been your your team, you you would have been mad. Yes, you would have. Yes, you would have. No, look, no. there's a lot of times, even in football, if, if you – I don't care. I mean, if it's a hit, it's a hit. You're setting the tone. I, to me, it's still – it's just an unfortunate injury. That, that, at the end of the day, it was a play. It happens. It was an unfortunate injury. All right. The officials caught it. A, it went flagrant with the officials. It went to the NBA office. They suspended the guy, and you – Still won't come over to the correct side. He's no. in my corner. He's in my corner. <laughs> I got him. I'm taking him all day. I'm with you. All right, 723, 23 after 7. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through. Justin, again, uh, that happens in the Stars game last night, and we, we are all jacked. <laughs> Thank you. He gets it. A little different game. Look, basketball's supposed to be physical. I'm sorry. It is? It to used me, to be. it is. Finesse and physical. It's supposed to be about jump shots and layups. Nah. <laughs> mm. That tomahawk dunk, that's there's that wasn't, you know. I'm not out here to watch little dudes run around the circle 
barely dribbling a basketball for a layup. I want to see some action. Hey, they're running the three-man weave. You, you learned to do that in seventh grade, didn't you, Ward? Yes. <laughs> All right. 724. We'll, we'll, move, we'll move on from that one. All right. Well, speaking of basketball, we got a cool guest coming up in a couple of minutes. Yeah. So, uh, Mark Schindler uh, from basketballnews.com uh, has an interesting article out uh, regarding Coach Drew and the Bears, all of the offseason changes, and his excitement level for uh, Baylor heading into next season. Uh, he also covers the WNBA, which gets underway tonight. There's a lot of news there. And then anything across the board regarding basketball. So this would be a good opportunity to ask his opinion on Dylan Brooks. Uh, but, yeah, we can go across the board with Mark. He does a phenomenal job. Did you guys see what's going to happen in the WNBA when they open the season? Uh, there is going to be a tribute to Brittany Griner. I was figured they would do something. On every floor in the league, all 12 teams will honor Brittany Griner. And, secondly, they are going to pay her – her salary, and it's not going to count against the cap, and they're they're going to be able to go ahead and pay her her entire salary while she is still in Russia. So uh, good WNBA stepping up. That very nice, very nice move on the part of the WNBA uh, as Brittany is still in Russia trying to, uh, you know, trying to get out of Russia and get back to uh, stateside. So uh, I I thought that was interesting that they uh, the WNBA said hey here's what we're gonna do we're gonna put a we're gonna put the low we're gonna put her name and and a number and and we're gonna do that on, on the floor of every uh, arena in the league and then uh, uh, they're gonna they're gonna make sure that uh, that she's compensated even though she's not obviously not here playing so uh, uh, pretty nice move on the part of the WNBA Good. all right seven twenty five and uh, we're gonna take a second here and we're gonna talk about our friends at Pioneer Steel and Pipe they got a brand new location. Uh, and it's at 340 South, Loop 340 South, next door to uh, Busby Speed. It's not done yet, but it is oh so close. And when they do, man, that is going to be a fantastic place. Right now, they're still doing business at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And also down in Bryan. Uh, the Pioneer boys, uh, uh, headed up by John and, and, and Braden. Braden, really. Uh Look, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the same ownership, same family-operated business, and that covers four generations, which is, man, it's a rarity in today's business environment. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation is built one customer at a time. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofs, uh, hay and equipment barns. They also carry all sizes of pipe from one-half inch to 24 inches, it, look, if you're if you're building a metal building or or a barn dominium, and you need a little help getting started, well, just contact Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll help you find the best contractor for that project. They're open Monday through Friday, seven thirty until five. So they'll be open in three minutes. Three minutes, the door goes open. I bet you, if you showed up right now, you could you could talk to them. Uh, 7.30 to 5, Monday through Friday, and then they're open tomorrow from 8 until noon. And you can always check them out online 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Bears back in action Friday, May 13th, as they open a series in Manhattan against the Kansas State Wildcats. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. 
This is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Ted, wake up. Huh? You look exactly like me. I am you, Ted, from the future. You need to call Progressive. What? Why? Well, they have 24-7 protection when you bundle your home and auto, and my teleportation cube just smashed into your car. Wait, you crashed into my car? Technically, it's our car. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Local high schools are involved in postseason action. Crawford softball takes on Tom Bean, 645 for the pregame on Star 104.9 from Duncanville. Bosqueville hosts Ranger in a one-game by-district baseball match. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas starting at 445. Softball at Gatterman Stadium tonight as Baylor entertains Texas. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101. Two controversies on the pro golf scene. Greg Norman has been denied a special exemption to play in this year's British Open, and Sergio Garcia indicated an exit from the PGA Tour after he was issued a penalty stroke during the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you in part by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson, Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, and Landscape Supply in Spiegelville. Mow with the best, Gravely. All right, 731. Welcome back into the program. This is game time on a Friday with Tom Ward and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Let's talk a little basketball, shall we? Let's welcome into the program Mark Schindler from basketballnews.com. Mark, good morning. How are you? 
I'm great. How are you doing? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time. All right, uh, we got a little we got a little disagreement going on here in the studio. I want to get your thoughts uh, on the on the foul, Dylan Brooks foul uh, the other night. Did you think that was a hard foul, playoff foul, or did you think that was a dirty foul? Just your opinion. Uh, I think it's a little bit in between. Uh, it was obviously unnecessary. I think going back, like, uh, clearly should not have happened, but that's also just kind of uh, – I-, I think it's been made out to be a little bit worse than it has been. Um, but definitely, yeah, I, w- I would say it's 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 leaning towards flagrant more than a basketball play. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's, let, let's start with Matt Meyer. Uh, what do you think his situation is going to be? Is is he going to be a draft pick? Is he going to be back in a Baylor uniform? Is he going to be playing someplace else? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I think based on everything that I know and have heard, and based you know with where I'm at on the draft too, I I, I would be a little bit surprised if Matt was a draft pick this year. Um, not that he's a bad player, but I just don't quite think that he's there yet. Um, and, it, I mean, I don't know, maybe he does come back to Baylor. It, it, I thought that he put his name in the transfer portal, so it seems like he's he's kind of on his way out. Uh, obviously, he could always return, but it, it definitely seems more likely than not, especially with the transfers that they've brought in, that um, they're kind of expecting Matt to not come back. Mark, when you see so many players in, in college basketball, where it is right now, entering the transfer portal, good teams uh, included in that, with Baylor, you, you see some going to the draft, you see a little bit of an exit with the transfer portal, but some guys coming in. You say there's still some excitement to be expected by Baylor fans. Why? Because when you see those good players not there, people tend to panic a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the crop of young guys that are coming in. Um, obviously, this is a smaller recruiting class for Baylor, but uh, I, I know it's going to sound like a lot considering some of the guys that have come through, especially with Jared Butler and Davion Mitchell recently. But, you know, in, in watching grassroots, especially with how Geico's, Geico Nationals just went, who summit as well, uh, I think Keontae George has a good chance to be the best pro that, that Baylor's ever produced. Um, he's going to be really, really special. Um, I don't know if it'll quite come through in the same way as, you know, like Davion's senior year, but um, I think that there's he, – he brings a lot to the table offensively that I'm not sure either guy quite had in the same way. Uh, that is going to be really enticing. And that's without even mentioning some of the other guys who are going to be uh, around as well. Mark, WNBA gets started tonight. Brittany Griner still in Russia. What are your thoughts on this situation? Because to me, it's like if if she was in the NBA, she'd already be home. I think we could really kind of go yeah. back to that situation with the, the Tito Jackson of the Ball family and Leangelo over there in you know, uh, China still in, and he gets to come home. What are your thoughts on this situation and how the WNBA is is taking action and representing her tonight? Yeah, um, it's a really tough situation because I think in some ways the league hasn't wanted to call a ton of attention to it because uh, just given the state of it, you know, like the, you know, how everything kind of transpired, um, it seemed like, and, you know, just based on the conversations I've had as well, it seemed like they really just didn't want to call attention to it and make things even worse for her, uh, you know, in terms of like really heightening where, uh, the Russian government is at with everything. Uh, at least that's my read on it. But now that they've changed up, that the, the U.S. government has changed up how they're viewing it um, and, and making it more of a priority, you know, based on the way that they're handling it, uh, they've really ramped up how they're talking about it. Players have been coming out more, a lot 
openly, you know, speaking out about it. And I'm, I'm hopeful that she'll be back soon because it's a, it's a really unfortunate situation. I totally agree with you. If this happened to an NBA player, I mean, that's, that, there's no contest that that would be, that they'd be back pretty instantaneously. Are you in favor, uh, I, I think you are, of uh, Phoenix being able to go ahead and pay her and then add the player without it hitting the, the salary cap? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, all I, I mean, I just hope that she's back and, and, and able to be back as soon as possible. But I think especially, yeah, without – I mean, just from a, a player standpoint, like if she's not able to be there right now, then, yeah, they, I mean, they need to add somebody to the roster because it's a, she's still one of the best players in W by far. So losing her for any amount of time is, is pretty painful. Mark, what do you think the Mavs have to do to get back in this series? Oh man, that's a that's a great question. Uh, they got to figure out things defensively, um, and honestly, I'm not sure that I see a way that they're going to be able to. If we're being honest, uh, as good as they've been defensively all year, I think you just see a lot of the warts that come through with this team right now. They lack a real rim protector, and I, I think like the the way that they played team defense is phenomenal, but. The Suns are just such a good team that they can pick that apart. I mean, running the, the Chris Paul, DeAndre, and pick and roll is one of the most dangerous things in the NBA, if not the, like, I mean, DeAndre is so different from, from other role men and, and bigs in the way that he's able to just pick apart a defense with his scoring. Uh, like, he's, I mean, he gets into his, his moves and his shots extremely quickly, uh, is just about the most efficient player in, in basketball other than Nikola Jokic, you know, inside the paint but not at the rim. Um, and Chris Paul has just been absolute money on his elbow jumpers. Like even in that first game, when I felt like the Mavs played pretty solid defense, I mean, they just picked them apart with, with shots that you can't really defend. I mean, I, I don't know what the answer is other than finding some more things offensively, but even then I'm, I'm not quite sure that, that the Mavs have the guys to make it happen this series. Even with that, do you chalk this season up as a win for the Mavs because oh, of getting through the first round of the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I think some will make it out to be more than it is and say that, you know, this team should have made it to the second round. I mean, I made it to made it farther. Like, obviously, they made it to the second round now. But I, I think it's definitely a win. You know, given just how the season had gone, I think there was a lot of uh, concern over how things would look with Rick Carlisle gone. But I think, you know, people closer to Dallas, especially Texas, would tell you and it's been stale for a while. Um, so to see it turn out like this has been awesome, especially considering, like, I don't think there had, if I remember correctly, there hadn't been a league average or better defense in Dallas in like five or six years. Um, so to see Jason Kidd come in, change things up the way that he has, obviously Sean Sweeney's been a big, huge part of that as well. I think this is definitely a win. And I think it comes down more to just they need to make roster moves in the offseason. That's a good point. And who do they, when you're looking at the across the board, who are some players that you can identify that could come in and actually give Lucas some help, especially down low? Oh, that's such a good question. I mean, one guy that I'd be interested in, and I know there have been talks about, is Miles Turner um, out of Indiana. Uh, it seems more like the Pacers are looking into keeping him, uh, given how things have gone. But I, I do think you know adding somebody who's more dynamic as a rim protector could help them. But I think it's less about that. It's more like finding a role man. Somebody like Dwight Powell's been good, but I think as we've seen in this series, he can struggle to stand court on times, especially as as things wind down with playoff defenses. You know, finding somebody else who can not just space the floor. Like part of the issue with the Mavs for me is as good. Like they have a lot of good players, but they have a lot of one dimensional players. Like as good as Maxi Cleaver is fantastic defensively. I still don't think he gets recognized enough for that. Um, but what he brings as an offensive player, like obviously you see when he gets hot from three, like he did in game one and has that massive shooting stretch. It's so important, especially against Utah as well. But if his shot isn't there, 
where he's able to get run off the line. You see some of the weaknesses there. Um, same thing with Dwight Powell. Teams high tag or they do things to slow the roll. You can see his his offensive impact really diminish. I think they need they need just more players who can who can be uh, harder to scheme out of an offense. I think is the way that I'd put it. Talking with Mark Schindler from uh, BasketballNews.com. Mark, I'm going to take you back to the uh, to the college game with NIL and in the opportunities to make money there. With that in place. Do you do you see maybe the one and dones diminishing a little bit and, and, and kids staying a little bit longer and developing their game at the collegiate level? That's a good question. I think it's something I've thought about a lot recently. Um, I think it's there's still a lot that needs to get ironed out with it. Like I'm I'm all for the NIL. I think it's a good thing. I do think some of the struggles of not having it be very well regulated right now um, on both ends. You know, just in all honesty, but. Um, I think you're going to see less guys like Keontae George go to college, in, in my opinion. Like, I think more of that's going to be trending towards, you know, guys like him going – who are, you know, five stars definitely tracking towards one and done, going to overtime elite or going to the G League Ignite. And I think that makes sense. Like, I, I don't think that – you know, I, it's been kind of a ruse that going to school is all about, you know, being a student athlete. It's, you know, just, you know, being around D1 programs, knowing guys who go there. It's the way that it's set up. You are a professional when you're there. So – it doesn't make a lot of sense to set it up in that guys. I, I do think it makes a lot of sense for some guys like looking at like Langston love somebody who I wrote about too in that article. He's a guy to me who I think is still a college guy for sure. Like, I mean, I, I view him as a pro eventually, but he's somebody who needs time to develop and find his game a little bit more. Um, obviously the injury played part of that as well, but I think you're going to see more like, okay, four star guys or guys who are in the top 100 still, but not quite towards being, um, you know, mature enough in their games to be a one-and-done one guy going and, and playing in college for a couple of years. So, and I think that it's just going to take some time for that to balance out for sure. Is the Big 12 still going to be one of the most dominant conferences in basketball this coming season with the transfers and all the movement that's been happening out of the Big 12? Are they still the, the league to watch? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm there 100%. Kansas is going to be good again next year. Um, I'm probably a little bit down on Texas Tech considering how many guys they had leave that program, which is – that's a whole other conversation. I don't know entirely what's happening there. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Kansas is going to be good again. Oklahoma, I'd imagine, going to be better with Porter Moser uh, coming in for, for another year, um, you know, getting his guys back. Uh, Iowa State was they – were, they were weird. Like, obviously, they were a good tournament team. That it's, that, I think they lost to Texas Tech by 40 about two weeks before the tournament. So I, I wrote them off completely. Uh, but, I mean, Tyrese Hunter is coming back again. He was fantastic this year. They have a lot of guys who are, are really intriguing. Um, yeah, I'm very much there with, with the Big 12. A lot's going to depend, too, on does West Virginia have any kind of bounce back this year as well is going to be key because they're normally one of the better teams in the conference. So um, that will be interesting. You know, Kansas State with Nigel Pack leaving, I'm interested to see what they look like as well. But I, I would expect this to be just about the best uh, conference in, in, the, in the NCAA again. Mark, what are your thoughts on the allegations coming out regarding Cynthia Cooper and the abuse she had toward her players at USC and other schools? Like, that kind of caught me off guard with when the article dropped. What, what were your What do you make of that situation? Yeah, um, it's that's, that's another good question. It's awful. Uh, I think this is the the only real way you can go with that. Um, I think what's really difficult. Uh, you know, anytime stuff like that comes out, you know, whether it's on the men's or women's side, I think what's really difficult is that in the women's side, and especially reading through that article from the athletic, um, 
shout out to, to the woman who wrote that. Chantel Jennings mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, that was a really good piece, it's, it's, even though it was very harrowing. Um, that stuff's important to come out, like especially in women's basketball. Uh, like when you have a player like Cynthia, Cynthia Cooper, who's one of the greatest players of all time, has a ton of pull in U.S. basketball. I think that's where you get into some danger with this kind of situation because, um, you know, as, as many players that were quoted in that article mentioned, like they, they were excited to, to be coached by her before, you know, they started playing for her. And uh, it, it gets to a point too, where even when things start happening, you know, that person has so much pull and like, okay, yeah. Even if you bring up these allegations, like, yeah, she's one of the most powerful people in basketball. And I think it just is kind of a microcosmal view of how, uh, power dynamics can, can play in some of that stuff. Uh, I, I think it's really tough with women's basketball because there is, uh, it's harder to, with just with less spots in general, with um, it's harder to get into the WNBA in some ways just because there's less spots. There's less, uh, it's, it's not the same financials uh, as the NBA. Um, I think that can make it even worse for some power dynamics as well. So I'm glad that that art out because, you know, that stuff needs to be called out and brought attention to, even if it's uh it's really ugly in the moment. And it makes things look pretty rough historically. Hey, Mark, tell us a little bit about uh, basketballnews.com. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, Alex Kennedy, who is our uh, our lead editor and, and one, the, the guy who pretty much started everything up, um, he used to work over at Hoops Hype. Uh, he's been pretty much all over the place. Um, he's fantastic. We have a great staff. Nikaias Duncan is one of the best writers in basketball. Um, we're still a startup right now, but we're we we put out consistently some of the best content just uh, around basketball in general. Uh, I put our work up against pretty much anybody, uh, and by, I mean like ESPN, the Athletic, anywhere. Um, we're doing really good stuff. Um, I I'm excited for where we're headed as a company for sure. Hey Mark, thanks. We appreciate your time this morning, and uh, look forward to visiting with you again soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Have a great day. That is uh, Mark Schindler from BasketballNews.com. Good stuff. 7.45. We're 15 away from 8. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, boys, coming up Saturday. uh, No, Saturday. I'm sorry. Sunday. uh, It is Mother's Day, and then uh, graduation is just around the corner, so I know you got to get a gift. Uh, Garrett, you got to get your wife. And you're saying, well, she's not my mom. You've got to take care of that. Make sure those kiddos have something to get mom or you are going to the house of dog for a long, long time. We're Understand that, right? That. We're going to try to avoid that. Yeah, well, good. Hey, hey, here's what you do. take, uh, Go over to uh, Morrison's Gifts. They have the uh, the perfect gift for that special person on your on your gift list, whether it's a graduate or whether it's mom. And you could choose a uh, personalized John Hart leather good, uh, canvas tote, maybe a luggage piece or accessory. Hey, they also got the latest from Consuela, their spring line is out in Consuela bags and purses. They also feature uh, bath and body products, candles, plush animals, and the world's softest socks. Man, I'm, I'm just there's something about that I just want to check out. Uh, can't decide? Well, then let Morrison's Gifts put a uh, gift basket for you. I've seen some of those gift baskets. They are unbelievable. They also offer uh, f- free gift wrapping and shipping anywhere and of course, uh, you can uh, you can check it out at uh, Morrison's Gifts. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive, next to uh, Jason's Deli. Of course, they'll be open today and they'll be open tomorrow. I bet they're rocking tomorrow, uh, getting ready for Mother's Day on Sunday. So check them out. It is Morrison's Gifts, your gift store headquarters, and they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive, next to Jason's Deli. Matt Mosley. 
weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. We are now joined by Crystal Conti from University of Texas, the athletic director. And Chris, I'm just glad you were able to hear some of the Baylor sports beat. Did you get any good intel from being on hold there? Let me regurgitate. You got track meet this weekend. You got spring game this weekend. You got opening <laughs> game at TCU. You got baseball down here. I think I got you covered. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer, including disability and veterans. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Local high schools are involved in postseason action. Crawford softball takes on Tom Bean, 645 for the pregame on Star 104.9 from Duncanville. Bosqueville hosts Ranger in a one-game by-district baseball match. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas starting at 445. Softball at Gatterman Stadium tonight as Baylor entertains Texas. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101. Two controversies on the pro golf scene. Greg Norman has been denied a special exemption to play in this year's British Open, and Sergio Garcia indicated an exit from the PGA Tour after he was issued a penalty stroke during the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas as we roll through a Friday morning. Tom and Garrett and Ward, we're glad you're with us. All right. There's a book coming out uh, about uh, Phil Mickelson. And and the bottom line is this. There is a report out that Phil Mickelson uh, 
spent about $40 million in gambling losses between 2010 and 2014. $40 million. My first thought, Ward, was somebody needs to tell him that he's not very good at this. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, might be step I mean, one. Just first thought. but And I know there's a book coming out, but is that any of our business if he's not gambling on golf, if he's just gambling on horses or other sport, is it any of our business how he spends his money? No. Why is this a story? I, I other than other than it's part of this book. I, I don't know. Maybe that. I mean, it, he can gamble on golf as long as it's on the weekend or you know not during tournament play. If he's just out with his buddies. Well, yeah, yeah. There's I, just nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't do that? Yeah, I mean, a little skins game or whatever you yeah. got going on. But uh, Phil Mickelson. He just ha- happens to have a lot more yeah. to put on the line than we do. <laughs> there was some kind of audit going on, and, and again, uh, an investigation going on, and and uh, Phil uh, supposedly lost $40 million between 2010 and 2014. And uh, that's coming up in uh, Alan Shipnuck's forthcoming biography. Shipnuck posted the excerpt on his Fire Pit Collective uh, website. So, that, he's also, I think, the one that kind of got the uh, Saudi Arabia thing out in out in the public public light, and which caused a firestorm for Phil. That's actually right now kind of got him off the uh, PGA. Although I think he is going to play coming up in a few weeks. But uh, I, I, my first impression was, you know, I think he's an idiot for spending forty million dollars, but it's his money. Yeah, but forty million to him. What is that to well, that's us? A great it's point. a different world, man. Dollar two ninety eight. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just a totally different dynamic. Well, Absolutely. sure it is. It's, it's, and you you said it this morning. Uh, Charles Barkley spent a lot of money gambling. Uh, Jordan, Michael every, Jordan. A lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, for Phil, somebody needs to get to him and say, "Hey, look, you're not very good at this. You you know, you may want to go do something else with your money." But it's his money. Yeah, leave him alone. I, I totally agree. Uh, and I guarantee you, all day long today, on ESPN and on Fox, people are going to be talking about this. But again, at the end of the day, I, I you know, look, we're talking about it right now. But at the end of the day, I, 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 it's it's not our business. But but does it hold a – to me, they're trying to put – like putting that out there, right, is, is trying to put a negative vibe or light on the they're situation. They're trying to, yeah. What the hell does it matter when gambling is legal pretty much everywhere? Who cares? No, I you shouldn't. Because <laughs> a lot of it is they don't have it at that height no. to gamble, so they're jealous. That's a very good point. If he's putting down a couple of bucks on our Dallas Mavericks, that's his business. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it's just it's your money to if do it. He's whatever. going over to Cottonwood and, and betting – Twenty grand a hole—that's his business. No, I don't I, care. Again, how you spend your money is is your business. I, I think what's funny is now, like, what is considered news is just laughable to me. Well, here's the problem. Thank you, Twitter. There you go. <laughs> Everybody and their grandmother is now a member of the media. That's a valid and, point, and, and they're not, and, and and they 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 handle it. It's poorly. Poorly is 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 a understatement. Is an understatement. That's right. I mean, there is a art to doing 
what we do. Uh, it, but everybody has got a has got a phone, has got a camera on their phone, and they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on Snapchat, and all that stuff. And everybody's a reporter. Everybody's, you know, and, and they can report stuff without gathering the facts. And then what, being and, real. And once it's out there, guess what? It's it's you can't get it back. They can report something totally false, but too bad it's out there. Hey, but if it, that, that's the thing though, because you could people don't care. Like for me, I'm always I don't I don't care about being first to something. Like I'm usually late to the party because I want to make sure everything's correct. I, I, like you're me, an anomaly on Twitter. Validating yeah, it, like that's so important to me. Like, I don't care about being first. Like, it, but that's the thing. People have gotten to the point now where you could put something out. It could be totally egregious, but as long as it gets you some publicity, you don't really care about. Yeah, that you hurt somebody without without fact checking doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Everybody that owns a cell phone is a reporter if they want to be. Yeah, and that's the problem. Well, you it's know, a shame. It it is. It is. All right, seven fifty six. This is game time here on ESPN. But I saw that and I went, okay. So here it is. You know, it's all over these websites, and there's several of them that had the same story. It's just the new grapevine. You know, you yeah. used to, it was, that's a good, you know, that's great. everybody could have their little groups and, and sessions and, you know, they'd meet for dominoes or coffee down at the coffee shop and, you know, tell their whoppers or whatever they wanted to do and have their opinion. And, <laughs> and, I thought that and, was a burger. <laughs> and, and just do whatever they wanted to do. But now the grapevine is, hey, I got it right here. Well, I, let me just get it on out there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but seriously, when you when you glance through Twitter or when you glance through, uh, face, uh, do you ever sit there and go, "I wonder if that's accurate"? I wonder if they, wh- a lot. It, do, do you really? Because most time when I'm reading that stuff, I just assume, you know. And that's I don't what, read that, it. I, I, if I see a headline or something, I usually look at who's reporting it and then do the do my due diligence before I even say anything. I can't tell or you the re- last time I opened Twitter or repeat it. That's the only thing I'm on is Twitter. I don't mess with other stuff. I, I do. I mean, I I don't post a lot on Twitter, but I do read it. I uh, hate social media. I'm, well, yeah, but I mean, that's where a lot of stuff's happening. That's I mean, the only you, reason I'm using Twitter. You, you've got kids now that will announce what they're doing via Twitter or whatever sure. the case may be. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're almost forced to do that. All right, exactly. so we, we got to go. 758. John's got today's Baylor Sports Beat right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, men's and women's tennis open play in the NCAA tournament today. And Baylor softball opens their series with Texas in Waco. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. 
Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now, here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It is the start of NCAA tournament play today for Baylor men's and women's tennis. For the women, they are in College Station. They'll play Washington at 10 a.m. this morning at the George P. Mitchell Tennis Center. For the Baylor men, the number three overall national seed, they'll open at home tonight at 6 p.m. against Abilene Christian. With wins today, there would be second-round action tomorrow for both Baylor men's and women's tennis. Baylor softball opening their regular season finale series tonight at Getterman Stadium against the University of Texas. For Baylor, some work to do to put themselves in the NCAA tournament picture. Here's Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Yeah, I've never been one to uh, you know hide the facts with our team, to know what they're up against. And we lost a lot of close games early on, some key victories that we had in the palm of our hand, and we let slip away in late innings that you might see sometimes with young teams. Uh, we just couldn't seal the deal for so long and so many games that – would have been marquee games in front of the committee. So backs are against the wall right now, and I feel relatively good but not comfortable. Yeah. Um, I think we, we can uh, – I've told the team I still think it's – we control our destiny. Mm. And, um, you know, I don't think we necessarily have to win every game, but we have to win the majority of them, and that's, of course, tough. Uh, of course, Texas is going to be a high RPI uh, game for us, or all three, so it would be nice to be able to have some success there as well. And this is a year that uh, I think you've always, for the most part, been in favor of a tournament, a postseason tournament, but especially this year. I mean, it would give you more opportunities against quality yeah, opponents. Yeah, we need every opportunity. When you're in a Power 5 like the Big 12, your conference games help you with RPI, and that's just one of the areas that the NCAA looks at, but it's a vital area. It's important. So, so yeah, I think the tournament is a, will be an asset to us this year. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball opening a series against 17th-ranked Texas tonight at Getterman Stadium. On the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30 on 101.3 FM. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Then the series shifts to Austin for games 2 and 3, Saturday at 1, Sunday at 1 from Austin. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. More Monday, I'm John Morris. Recently on Game Time, Ryan Dudley from the New York Post. Jason Garrett's offense is a little outdated for today's NFL. It certainly was not what Joe Judge envisioned his offense being. It was an arranged marriage that Jason Garrett's well-respected with the Giants by ownership from his time here as a player. Joe Judge's first choice as an OC was, ironically enough, his successor as head coach, Brian Dayball. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Mother's Day is just around the corner and it has me thinking. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? That's Ronnie Weethorn, the foundation doctor. And right now, just like most of us, he's got one very special person on his mind. At the foundation doctor, that's exactly what we strive for. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. 
We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Tato 4, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Morton Gear, we're glad you're with us. And we are joined now by Mandy Knight from Fox 44. Mandy, good morning. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. First of all, I got to ask, and people may not know, but how's the will? How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> it's, um, I'm, doing, I'm doing all right. My, um, uh, you know, ankle surgery is never uh, is never fun, and like you have a little setbacks. I mean, I was at the NFL draft this past week, and uh, you know, it was still it was still a success and everything, but uh, it, it was a little hard, you know, getting around with uh, with crutches. I would say around Vegas. I mean, I met a lot of very nice people, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm doing better. I'm, I am on the mend though with uh, with my ankle. Which Good. That is good, and we wish you a speedy recovery. Uh, you, you mentioned the the, uh, the NFL draft. Let's start right there. Uh, a, a lot of conversation about the Cowboy draft. What was it? A good one? Was it? For, it what was it? A draft for the future? Uh, your assessment of what the Jones family did with with this draft in twenty two? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, and. You know, um, linebacker Sam Williams out of Ole Miss. It's um, it's interesting because we know that if anyone's going to be researching someone um, with quote unquote off the field issues, it's, it's Jerry Jones. And and there is a, a ton of different reports out there that Jones that they did all of the research on the Williams and things that maybe possible off the field issues were not um, you know not at all an issue and. So I think that that was, uh, you know, I think Williams was a good pick for the second round. And um, <clears throat> and then without a doubt, you know, obviously getting rid of Amari Cooper, which <laughs> I think is very questionable. I mean, why would you get rid of Amari Cooper and, and with his hands and everything? But, you know, adding Jalen Tilbert, uh, you know, from South Alabama, I think that that was definitely a great add. And, obviously, you know, maybe it's not a, a, a you know, power five school. But, uh, you know, totally, I think that he was, he was a good take as well. And, um, and obviously, when you do get rid of those receivers, uh, you know, Jake Ferguson, he was, I think, I think he did a great job as well, uh, you know, out of Wisconsin. And, um, <clears throat> you know, in, in um, making an impact on offense. But, yeah, I, I would say maybe a little 50-50 here directly right for next season. But um, you always want to build for that next for that next uh, football season. Because, you know, as long as he – People have said, uh, I mean, he, he wants to win uh, right now. <laughs> Mandy, who won the NFL draft, in your opinion? I would say I think that the um, I think that the New York Jets they did a they did a phenomenal job um, with uh, 
you know, w- w- with their jack class. And, and one thing I am very impressed with, I mean, it's, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, their 10th overall pick, I think, is a really is, is great with, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson out of Austin, just, you know, thinking with a local perspective. But the fact that they got Sauce Gardner <laughs> is pick number four. I mean, first of any time that your nickname is Sauce. That's, uh, that, that says it all right there. But, uh, but no, I mean, you know, they, you know, getting, you know, they just had, I mean, they had a ton of uh that they came, came away with. And, um, and it's, it's interesting because, you know, Cincinnati, I think they're, I'm excited to see them in college even next year, because I feel like they keep producing incredible, incredible players. And, um, and, I, and I think that these picks are absolutely going to work out, uh, work out for the Jets. And, um, you know, the third round pick, they were going to second edge rusher, <clears throat> Jermaine Johnson. I mean, it's uh, you have three first-round draft picks. And can you imagine if they hit on all three of them, that, you know, the trifecta? And, and I think that they will. Mandy, so Baylor comes out. They have six players drafted, which is a record. When you look at their landing spots for those guys, who are – Give me some a uh, best worst case scenario for the Baylor players that where they went. Well, with um with, with the Houston Texans, I mean I I cannot wait until next season. You know, Ward, you were asking which team they did. You know, did I think won in, in the draft? And my next my my number two was actually the Houston Texans, and it's and and I'm excited to see. Uh, first, with Jalen Petrie having him be able to stay, at, you know, at in his home base in Houston, I think that's uh, I think that'll be a, a great, um, you know, a great a great place for him to you know, have his home potential. And I mean, I, I think that he. I mean, I don't think his. I think he. I mean, I think he's one of the. I was surprised that he. I think that you know with, with um, you know with the Texans that's that'll be a, a phenomenal um, you know scenario. But also with the Buffalo uh, Bills, Josh Allen, I love covering them. Going they're in the NFL, they're always exciting to watch. And, and you see Terrell Bernard, I mean, he was a stud linebacker. We, we have had uh, you know got lucky being able to follow a, a career like his. And I mean, he, I was surprised you know, for him to drop you know, as far as he did, just um, because I think that he really does have a lot of upside and potential. And, again, we, we got to see it right, you know, right with our own eyes, um, you know, right here in uh, in Texas. But, yeah, I can't wait to see, you know, what he does uh, in Buffalo. And, um, you know, I mean, <laughs> it was pretty neat, uh, you know, at the at the uh, NFL draft, uh, Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football, when he comes out on stage and he's all amped, he's like, all right, and then he's like, you know, and the Buffalo Bills, they select the only rookie who win uh-huh. a Super Bowl in freshman season. You know, to Rob Bernard out of Baylor, and uh, and so yeah, I mean, the the, you know, the Bears having six players drafted, that's that's massive, 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 massive. Um, but uh, I'm actually I'm curious, and and out of all the picks, um. You know, do you uh, if you guys think that Jalen Petrie, if you think that him being able to stay in Texas with Houston and then having 
um, you know, with all of those draft picks that they got. And, I mean, you look at a Canyon Green from, from Texas a and I mean, I, I can't wait to see how how the Texans do now this, now this coming season. I mean, do you guys think that the Texans are about to make a massive turnaround? I would hope for me. Um, I just think it's a more of a dysfunctional – I need to see the behind-the-scenes yeah. cleaned up before I can see the production on the field reflect it successfully. Does that make sense? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. Absolutely. What is – I know there's a couple of teams out there, but Seattle comes to mind first as the biggest need for them. Quarterback. I mean, what do they do for quarterback now that they've lost longtime starter Russell Wilson to the Broncos? Is that the biggest hole in the NFL for quarterbacks right now? I would, I would say so. And, and I think – Thanks. We appreciate your time as always this morning. Thanks for talking NFL football with us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Hey, my phone line's always open. Thank you guys. Have a great day. It is Mandy Knight from Fox 44. It is 814. We're going to talk some more football. Got a couple, got a couple of nuggets want to get into. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor softball closes the regular season this weekend with a split series versus Texas on 101.3 FM. The Baylor-Texas softball series begins at 6.30 Friday in Waco and continues at 1 p.m. Saturday in Austin and Sunday at 1 from Austin. Baylor softball all season long with Dan Ingham on 101.3 FM. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952 and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. 
We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies plus fast personal interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face -face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we uh, move through a Friday. Don't forget we got uh, Crawford softball coming up tonight at uh, 645 on 104.9 FM and mm -hmm. Bosqueville baseball coming up at 445 this afternoon right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Baylor softball against Texas coming up on uh, 101.3 Cool FM. I believe that's a 615 pregame mm -hmm. with a uh, 630 first pitch. So got a lot of stuff coming up for you here uh, this weekend. All right, let me see if I can find my notes here. A couple of things uh, going on. Uh, and I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah, here it is. <laughs> and I laugh because to me it's kind of hilarious. Just over three weeks into the inaugural season of the USFL, they're going to make a, a rule change. Already, huh? Yes. So, and again, I'm I'm a little perplexed. 
But here we go. Now, starting in week four, now in the first quarter and the third quarter. You with me? Okay. First and third. Not the second and the fourth, but first and third quarters. After an incompletion and they get everything squared away, they're going to wind the clock. The, their goal is to try to get the games under three hours. Why wouldn't well, you? Well, if, if they didn't stink, who would care if they're under three hours? That's a good point. That's the That was my point. And, and how can – and you know what? If you're saying, you know what, this is what we want to do, you're going to do it in midstream? I mean, you're going to do it in the fourth week of the season? Well, they're just trying to figure out if they can survive. And so they're going to tweak this league throughout. I, I mean, this was – their idea was to be – the minor leagues of the NFL, right? Well, it's they don't have the talent for the minor leagues of the NFL right now, and it it's it may take a couple of years because of if they want to get those practice squad guys that have an opportunity to get to the NFL legitimately, then it's going to take some trickle down time. And right now, just starting off, they're they scramble just to find rosters. It's so. There was no trickle down from the NFL rosters. Now, they're going to tweak this thing as much as they possibly can to try to keep some eyeballs on it because if they don't if they don't keep eyeballs on it, well, it's going to melt down in front of their face anyway. Yeah, because right now it's not about uh, – it, They can't keep anybody's attention right now. Yeah, it, it, right now it's not about uh, – The on-field play is awful. Yeah, it is. In the league right now, it's not about attendance. And it's certainly not about uh, marketing because no. they're, they're, they don't have anybody. They don't have marketing, marketable players. So it's about television. That's right. their one and only source is television. And they feel like they need to make it to where these games move and you don't have to, as a fan, invest the entire day in the game. Well, and, I and, guess. And, that, and that, that's what they're thinking. But that's still a mistake. I mean, the quality of play is, is terrible. If you want to tweak something. Turn the damn mics off. Yeah, I agree. Help. I agree. And Can't all the coming it. into the huddle. Yeah, and all, I, I, don't I don't need all. That. I don't need all that trickery. So I'm, and and I think being all in one central location is a huge mistake. I, you know, if you want to get people invested in this league, then you better invest in the hometown that you're playing. That supposedly you're playing from. I get that, but I feel like they. They've seen so many – we see this happen all the time, right? Like, like leagues come up and they think they're going to do something different. And what ultimately happens is they don't have the money. I feel like having it in the central location was trying to cut down on the travel expenses. It just well, saying sure that – Sure it was. But, uh, but exactly. I mean, but, but I mean, you're not it's still relating, not going to do any good. There's no relatability. Nobody's, there's no relatability. Nobody is going to care because they can't go see their team. You're yeah. sitting there in Houston, Texas, and you're supposed to root for the Houston Gamblers. Somebody, a group, a foreign group you've never met. That was part of the excitement of the old USFL. One, the rosters were good, mm -hmm. and two, you could go watch football and be entertained in your hometown, and it was something to do in the spring. Yeah, but and I get your point. You're right in that there's no there's no look. You don't have hotel food airplanes, all that. I get all that uh, in, 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 in trying to survive the first couple of years in, 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 in putting this league together. Economically, it makes sense. But, but 
for, theoretically, to, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, you I agree with that. You cannot create. You cannot create a relationship when they're in. No, Birmingham, Alabama, and if you're I'm in Houston, in, Texas, if I'm in Houston, or New York. I don't, I don't give a damn about the Houston Gamblers because I can't go see them. Why would you? There's no reason to. If I could go out to, I don't care, one of the one of the high school stadiums and see them, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go watch them. Or, you know, even in Reliant, whatever. I don't care where they're playing. If they're in my town, I'm going to pack up and I'm going to go watch them play. But I'm not going to travel to Alabama. Well, I don't think anybody's traveling. The only people that's going to those games are the damn locals. And there's not many of those. I know. Now, they, they, now the home team has Birmingham a good crowd. Birmingham has a pretty good core of about 20,000 every time they play. Yeah, they have a good crowd. But every other game, there's nobody there. No. And that's, that's a prime example of why they need to be playing in their hometown. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, if you're playing in Houston and there's 20,000, that's a win. Yeah. That's a win. For spring football. And you're really only talking about, what, they're playing a 10-game schedule, so you're really only talking about five travel dates. Yeah. I, I think it's a big fail playing it all in one central location. I, I now, agree. I get it. I get the reason why they're doing it. Right. Economically. But it's, wrong. But it's not right. If no. you want to, If you want the brand to grow and you want it to grow to, to be something legitimate, then you've got to get the hometowns involved. Does this have any chance of, of sustaining? Not as long as it stays in one local place, no. Dude, the quality of play has got to. That's the problem. It, it, it's, it's got, got to, to improve better, about tenfold. It, yeah, it, it does. But I mean, you got to crawl before you can walk. But I think you know, if you had some hometown investments, you know, people going to the games, you know, I, I think it would have a a leg to stand on. Right now, it doesn't have a leg to stand on. It's gonna it's gonna fizzle oh, out. It's collapsing. And you're in major markets, so why not have one or two hometown? kids on your roster well yeah you should you know I mean, what i mean and part of the usfl before it it had the money and the backing to hang on to go get star players right but they weren't all star players let's don't be but it was people you wanted to tune in to see there was but don't kid ourselves that there was a interest. few sprinkled in yes. to create an interest but there was also part of that was on top of it like the san antonio gunslingers had a lot of local Texas players on that roster. Wide Houston Gamblers had a lot of players from the Texas area on it, so it helped it sustain. Philadelphia had a lot of the players from that area right, right. on their roster, so there was some local flavor in there, and you know they did a good job of, of doing that. And you that would help this survive because if you had, if the Gamblers had some local talent on it. Well, people around this area would go watch their games just to see their kids play, and that would help it survive. Now, it it there's no way it's all in one place, and I, I'm not, you know, I I don't. I've totally one, lost interest. Yeah, I've totally lost. I don't want to drive to Alabama to see it. And plus, if I get there and there's 12 people in the stands, Ugh. I'm already checked out because there's how, no atmosphere. There's no atmosphere. I'm at a scrimmage, pretty much. Yeah. So. Does it survive? Not the knock screen. You know, me, I love no, scrimmages. I know what you're but saying, for though. The, it's for not, the real fan. Yeah, the product But not yeah. at 50 bucks a head or whatever yeah, the cost is. For the real the fan, they yeah. don't want to go to a scrimmage. So is it going to survive? No. Is it going to survive? I don't not think way, it can. There's no chance. I don't think not, it can. Not the man. way it is. Not the, not the way it's constructed. No. It, it, now, it, to me, if it, has it does no what Garrett says, if it goes back to its hometowns and it gets some local kids on the rosters, it has a chance. I talked to a guy yesterday that's involved in the league, and I asked, now that the NFL draft is over, 
uh, are some of those guys that didn't get drafted and didn't land on a – he said, no, not this time around, next time around. What if there is no next time? That, well, that's – roll of the dice. That's what you're, that's what you're dealing with. You, you better have enough money to sustain a couple of seasons. I thought with the rosters being as small as they were, they would definitely be able to get and some of those guys from the portal or some of the leftover guys that didn't get drafted. Yeah, well, I did too, and that's, he said, no, next time around. Uh, but you, you're – Look, they're, they're going to have to figure out a way, and maybe it was built into their marketing plan and their and their plan all along. Hey, we can sustain for X amount of years. That's know. what I thought they were looking at with and the central location. Are. Maybe they well that that is the objective, but the objective, in my opinion, is I think award, is 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 wrong because right. you're not you're not gaining any momentum. You're playing the games and you're saving the money, but you're not gaining any, any momentum. Interest, yeah. There's no fan. Look, I haven't turned it on in two weeks. Uh, the first week, I watched like some of the games and I haven't clicked over I watched over every since. game the first week. Of course you did. It, but after that, even I am checking out. Well, then it's bad product. But, if Ward's checked out, it's bad product. Well, and here's the thing to keep in mind now because there are so many – Sports fans that are really football fans they are not sports. Yes, fo- that's yes. why the NFL Network can survive year round. That I mean, and that and that's why there's NFL conversation year round on talk radio and in television programs because the NFL it, it's it's a marketing genius. This league is, is trying to save money, but there's no way they're reaching their audience. They said, okay, people are just turn the television on. Yeah, that ain't how working can out. they if they don't have any relationship? In any buy-in to that team, I guess they're just, just banking on there's enough of those true football people out there. Look, but they're going to watch the game. Those people are going to just watch those games, and they don't care what's on the side of the helmet. It could be an H, or it could be a P, or it could be a B for Birmingham. All it is is two teams playing football. That two teams that they don't know any of the players playing bad football. That's and, what you're getting. And out if it was good football, I'd be okay with it. But, but it's, it's not. not. No, it's not. It's so it's two teams you know nothing about playing bad football. Yeah, I'm out for th- for three plus hours, and so now we're going to run the clock on incompletions. Well, that, and that's stupid. Don't change the game. Well, in the middle of the season, exactly. Well, you're reaching. You are reaching. Yeah, just don't don't change the game. Period. All right, I want to cover this. Nothing wrong with it. And I know we're running late, but I I want to cover this. Wichita State fired their AD Darren Boltwright uh, Wednesday amid growing criticism over the university's inability to compete in the new market of name, image, and likeness payments to athletes. So Where we're going. <laughs> so he ain't, he ain't cranking out the cash to send to the kids. So despite the fact that you're doing a good job, you're out. Now you got to go hustle the car dealers and the restauranteurs and everybody else to put money in a, in a sack so you could go recruit. Critics targeted Boltwright in recent weeks – because Wichita State had not raised funds after the Supreme Court lifted a ban on college athletes being compensated for their names, images, and likenesses, the Wichita Eagle reported. They said in Boatwright's resp- it, they said it was Boatwright's responsibility to ensure the school's donors were aware of the new rules and be prepared with incentives to retain current players and attract new ones. Everybody knew it was coming. What? What? What does he got to send out letters? I, I'm telling you, it's, there, there's it's, going to be someone on every campus assigned there has to, to be. raising funds for the NIL. There has to be. 
which in and and guess who's going to be in charge of that? The athletic director. And so they've got to get on board with finding somebody that can help them move in that direction. And this makes more sense of why Greg Sankey and the Pac-12 commissioner went to Congress because that's more BS they're going to have to deal with. Well, yeah, absolutely it is. But going to Congress is not going to do them any good. No, it's not. But, I mean, it's – The genie's out of the bottle, and they ain't putting it back in. That guy getting fired – Is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, absolutely it is. But he won't be the last. No, oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. All right. Uh, wow. And again, I I read that uh, yesterday, and I was like, are you kidding me? No. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Uh, Not only do you have to recruit your own players now, now you have to go out and be a fundraiser. Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Which you had to do anyway to help your program. You might as well get a GM. But you, now, you, now you have another sack you have to fill besides – you know, I yeah. need to buy socks and jocks and, and, and keep the wanna, facilities up and so we can be up with the Joneses and, and recruit at a high level. You know, we need the TVs in every locker. We need, you know, a new weight room. Now you got to go, oh, by the way, this this big vault over here, yeah. we need it full of cash so we can go pay our players to come in. Yeah, Mr. Alum that's, that's uh, a billionaire, yeah, I want to build a, a stadium with your name on it. But also, but do you, gotta, have, but, you, have, you yeah. have an extra million I can put over here too, and, and you can't give it to me. You've got to take care of it and give it to them because <laughs> I can't give it to them. Because oh my goodness! All right, eight thirty-two. We're going to talk a little Ranger. Ba- the Red Hot Rangers are in New York City Good tonight. We talk to Jeff Wilson next. Bosqueville Bulldogs baseball on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Todd Barfield. Join us this Friday as the Bulldogs take on Ranger in a bi-district matchup. Our coverage of Bosqueville Bulldogs baseball begins with the warm-up show at 445, and we'll have the first pitch and all the play-by-play just after 5 o'clock. Bosqueville and Ranger in a bi-district matchup, and it's right here on ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Howdy y'all, it's Clayton with Clayton Construction. Springtime is in full swing and we are building away. If you're in the market for a new shop, barn dough, or home, reach out to us to see if we can help. 
pride ourselves in serving our customers with honesty, integrity, and quality. You can find us on Facebook or the web at www.claytonconstructionus.com or 254-420-8485. Thank you and God bless. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Welcome to Allstate, where you can really control your savings. Because when you drive less, you save more with pay per mile. So you're really in control of your savings. Only paying for the miles you drive. Yeah, life is good when you're in the driver's seat. Allstate, here, better protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Not available in every state. Savings vary subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Local high schools are involved in postseason action. Crawford Softball takes on Tom Bean, 645 for the pregame on Star 104.9 from Duncanville. Bosqueville hosts Ranger in a one-game by-district baseball match. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas starting at 445. Softball at Gatterman Stadium tonight as Baylor entertains Texas. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101. Two controversies on the pro golf scene. Greg Norman has been denied a special exemption to play in this year's British Open, and Sergio Garcia indicated an exit from the PGA Tour after he was issued a penalty stroke during the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eight thirty-seven. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Garrett Rangers opening up a uh, a series with the New York Yankees coming up tonight, and we're joined now by Jeff Wilson from RangersToday.com. Jeff, good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time yeah. today. Uh, hey, let's dive into this thing. If in, in, I joke around with the guys all the time, but. This is a four-game winning streak in in a couple of games on the road, and and look, that's that's marked improvement in my opinion right now. Sure, you know, look, the, the Rangers started the season two and nine. <clears throat> They're on their way to two and ten, and you know they had that big rally in Seattle and won that game. Um, they're eight and five since then, so I mean they're 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 playing well. You know, you, uh, throughout the Astros series, you know they only won one of the four games, but. This team is playing pretty darn good right now, and it's it's the starting pitching that it has helped. You know, you guys have seen what Martin Perez has done uh, his last three starts. Rangers are two and one in those games. Um, the, the bullpen's been better, and then really the the offense has scored a bunch of runs. It's been a little inconsistent, but you know when you can win games two to nothing, uh, that that's that's a team finding a way to win, and then a pitching staff helping the team get there. So. You know, once the pitchers found their footing, it seems like things have really started to go the right direction. 
has this team kind of found that rotation a little bit of a a easiness into this and was that the problem early why it was so rocky they just weren't used to maybe how this rotation was working yeah you know i i know i know some teams are are playing really really well like the yankees come you know this weekend and uh you know other teams that cross baseball but you know teams didn't have a full spring training and they've they've all handled it a little bit differently and uh, the, the Rangers chose to to keep a leash on their starting pitchers uh, for for long term health. You've seen a number of injuries that have crept up in in baseball, um, so they they just didn't want to sacrifice uh, a pitcher's shoulder or elbow or whatever. And and so yeah, I mean they they basically hit the regular season um, with only let's say four starts in, in spring training when usually they'll get six. So you, you figure, you know, it takes two weeks to get to six and then another maybe two weeks to, to have your normal early season feeling out process. So that's a month, and, and now we're month in, a month into the season. Today, today, you know, opening day was one month ago today. So um, I, I think that now that they have their footing, have their confidence, they can go a little deeper. Uh, every, everything is is where it should have been maybe two weeks ago. What's going on with the Willie Calhoun situation, and how did the Rangers get ahead of this before it becomes a complete distraction? Well, you know, I, I, I don't – there are a couple of things to, to go on here. You know, first, first of all, when you're talking about Willie Calhoun or Zach Rex, the decision to keep Willie or Zach Rex, you're talking about the last guy on the team. You know, you're, you're talking about the 13th position player out of 13. So – I, I think you kind of have to put it in context there. It, how big of a deal is it? You know, it, it's a big deal because he was, you know, the the guy in the the U Darvish trade in 2017. He had a nice 2019 season after after he finally got called up, got hit in the face by fastball. You know, it looked looked like he was going to be the opening day left fielder for for a while to come until then, and it just it's just not working out and. You know, one thing that that we thought Willie had outgrown was, is, uh, for lack of a better word, his poutiness when when something goes goes wrong. Like 2019, I'll never forget this. He's told he doesn't make he, he didn't make the team, and I swear for about an hour at spring training, he's just laying on the, the the grass outside the outfield, rolling around like he'd just been shot. And it, it's just you know that's that's three years ago, and he was a young guy. Now he's 27. He shouldn't be acting like that anymore. That's not how professional baseball players act. So for him to, you know, demand a trade and to say the things he said, it, it really ticked off a lot of people at the Rangers. So, you know, I don't know that there's anything to get in front of. I don't think it's going to cause a, a great deal of turmoil. But I, I don't know that Willie Calhoun has much of a future with with the Rangers. Jeff, I was just looking uh, at, at some of the uh, offensive numbers. It, it's in, and again, forgive me, I probably should have done my research, but is that across the board where offensive numbers are down uh, here in the first month of the of the season? Yeah, you know, I I, I, I went to the game as a fan um, Friday night, and I looked up at the you know the lineups on the video board, and like each team had one guy that was hitting above three hundred. Yeah. Everybody else was in the lower twos and the and the, the ones, and, you know, some of that is, again, the, the shortened spring. Some of that is just where pitching is right now as far as, being, you know, the, the information and, and data just being so far ahead of, 
of offenses. I mean, that's that's a you know they talk about shifts and everything. That, that's part of the problem. But right now, the offenses are just behind. <clears throat> the pitchers the pitchers are just able to do so much with with the ball. Not you know take away all the the you know spider tack from last year. They're still able to generate things and do things defensively that that limit offenses now. You know, some teams are able to hit the ball out of the park a little bit more. I think that's also a byproduct of of uh, the new offense and, and trying to get exit velocity and and, and uh, launch on, on your swing. I mean, offense is in a tough spot. Uh, I think it's going to get better. Uh, I, I think, again, I, I I really think everybody's underestimating what, what the shortened spring training meant to baseball overall. But um, it's it's a problem, and, and that's something that baseball wants to fix. They want to add more offense to the game it's just it's it's not something you can snap your fingers and fix overnight quit swinging for the fences no <laughs> yeah hey you know there's nothing wrong Look, <laughs> well that swing angle that's what they're doing isn't it Jeff? I, I, yeah it's it is i mean yeah, you know find the, a way to put it in the hole hit them when they're not you know what about the bunt that charlie culberson put down yeah uh sunday it was, it was a baseball play it got a run home the braves had no idea what to do with it <laughs> and and so it it I mean but but the story after the one of the stories after the game that been for Willie getting sent down one of the stories after the game was Charlie Culberson bunted oh my god and look what it did it it, it helped fuel this rally oh my gosh you know maybe <laughs> maybe maybe a little more of that would 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 would, would be good i mean a bunt hit every once in a while is a good thing it puts a runner on base and usually the guy who is bunting for a hit is fast and will steal a base so it's just, yeah, you need to offenses need to need to adjust back to to playing the game situation. That's what Ron Washington always said. You you you, you do what the game gives you, and um, if it gives you a bunt, you bunt. When you look at this bullpen and the improvement, I know part of the improvement of this bullpen is that the starting pitcher is going deeper into games. But is that the only difference of why this bullpen has been able to make such a turnaround? No, uh, I mean that that obviously is a big help. You know, these guys aren't coming in in the third inning, and you know the the sequencing and the roles aren't getting all screwed up uh, early on. But again, you're going to get tired of me saying this. The relievers usually get eight or nine innings in, in spring training, and they usually will go back to back at the end of at the end of spring training. They didn't do any of that. I think I think the most they got were was was five innings this spring. So they're, they're not different than starters. You know, they have to have a feel for their stuff. They have to be able to be built up so they can, so they can work consecutive games, which you've seen Joe Barlow do uh, in, in Philadelphia. Um, so that, that's part of it too. You know, it's, it's um, getting built up confidence in their stuff, getting a feel for everything. Um, but yeah, the, the starting pitching going deep, no doubt helps. Talking with Jeff Wilson, uh, Jeff, we, we, you know, we we've talked about it a million times. Uh, the money the Rangers spent uh, in the offseason acquiring free agents is the next step to try to go acquire a couple of frontline arms in next year's offseason. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. You know, they they're they they feel like they have a really good crop of prospects with you know Colwin and then Jack Leiter and uh, you know Owen White, some other some other guys. Uh, who they think can be major league starting pitchers and not just like four, number four or five guys, guys that can make a difference. And, and a team's got to have that to have some financial flexibility so that they can go out and add a 
starting pitcher. But I think that the next offseason, you'll see the Rangers spend on a starting pitcher or two uh, on a left fielder, um, try to solidify that position a little bit. But yeah, that's the, that's the next step. And that's part of the plan. You know, <laughs> after this year, the Rangers are done paying for Ellis Anderson and, and Root Meadow door. So that right there is 27, 28 million. You know, you can, you can, you can you can use that in a lot of ways, or you can use it on one butt kicking starting pitcher. So you'll 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 see that happen, and and don't be surprised if at the trade deadline something happens, whether the Rangers are continuing or not. You know, remember in 2015 they went out and got Cole Hamels. They were five games under 500. Now they they ended up winning the the division that year, but that move was not designed for 2015. It was for 2016, 2017, and 2018. Um, and I, I think that if there's an opportunity for them to do that, they have the prospects to do it, to, to go get a, a guy like that and, and, and lock him up for, for potentially two or three years of, of what the Rangers believe will be in contention. Is there anybody right now in the organization playing in the minors that, that are just tearing it up that may be making their way to the big stage? Yeah, I think Leody Tavares is uh, getting pretty close. He's uh, he's hitting 370 at AAA. Uh, you know, it's not just it hasn't just been two weeks. It's been it's been a month. They probably want to see it for another couple weeks. But um, he's he has taken uh, what what the hitting coaches asked him to do this spring and and taken to the minor leagues where it's being reinforced on a daily basis. And he's just really really. Uh, taken off and and it's not just you know a bunch of singles and 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 him beating out stuff he's he's got four home runs he's got an ops above a thousand so he he's probably the 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 next guy up i i I, i'm a little i'm a little surprised but also pleasantly surprised that the rangers haven't called him up they're not trying to rush anything right now they're not trying to force anything they're letting guys develop so I, i would point to him i think there are a couple relievers uh, one one is in Double A right now. Chase Lee. He's a little bit different because he throws sidearm and, and and comes from funky angles, kind of like Darren O'Day. But he hasn't given up a run in ten innings this this uh, season so far. So he probably needs to go to Triple A and and go from there. But but I, I really do just think it's a matter of time until Leo Tavares is is on the team. Hey Jeff, tell us a little bit about uh, RangersToday.com. Yeah, well, thanks. If if, if you guys were following my uh, my Substack newsletter. It's the exact same thing. Just now, it's at a, an actual website where where we can dress it up a little bit and uh, ha- have a little more fun with it. So yeah, RangersToday.com, same price, five ninety nine a month or sixty dollars a year. And uh, again, we write pretty much every day. So if you want want good cheap Rangers news, I'm I'm the, I'm the man at RangersToday.com. <laughs> hey Jeff, thanks. We appreciate your time and uh, continued yeah. success, buddy. Have a great day. Appreciate you. You bet. That is Jeff Wilson from RangersToday.com. And I'm telling you, he's he's in that press box every day. He's in that clubhouse every day. He's yeah, he's he's there. He knows. Uh good stuff. 8:50. 10 away from nine. This is game time. Presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels has a huge selection of new cars and trucks in inventory today. We're talking about brands that win awards year after year. Remember at Alan Samuels, you can check him out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. 
It's Alan Samuels, an award-winning dealership, and uh, again, located at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. If you want to give them a call, Ted would love to take your phone call right now at 254-772-1000, 254-772-1000. That's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Recently on the John Moore Show. Bill Brock, the new women's basketball coach at MCC. I Again, I think that's a great hire. And how about this? I mean, he's so well thought of at Grace, and they named the court after him. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, that's and he's in their Hall of Fame. And now MCC and Grayson, when they play each other, mm-hmm. he'll be the visiting coach. Playing on his own court. Yes, <laughs> on a court with his name on it. John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You'll put a smile on her face with a Mother's Day gift from Opelousa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond. They've got unique gifts for mom, including a large selection of rustic furniture for the bedroom, living room, and dining rooms, gold and silver jewelry, home decor items, cowskin rugs, and metal signs for inside and outside the home. Ask about their financing options. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Isbell Construction LTD, located in the Crawford area, is a family-owned and operated utility company that contracts for Texas telephone companies. Established in 1985, Isbell Construction LTD takes pride in their work and in their hometown. Isbell Construction LTD supports the local communities and the Crawford Lady Pirates. Isbell Construction LTD wishes the Lady Pirates a big win all the way to state. Go Lady Pirates! The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Local high schools are involved in postseason action. Crawford Softball takes on Tom Dean, 645 for the pregame on Star 104.9 from Duncanville. Bosqueville hosts Ranger in a one-game by-district baseball match. That game can be heard on ESPN Central Texas starting at 445. Softball at Gatterman Stadium tonight as Baylor entertains Texas. 6.30 first pitch, and you can hear the game on Cool 101. 
two controversies on the pro golf scene. Greg Norman has been denied a special exemption to play in this year's British Open. And Sergio Garcia indicated an exit from the PGA Tour after he was issued a penalty stroke during the first round of the Wells Fargo Championship. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grand bag on Game Time. All right, welcome back into the program. Uh, we're, we were just laughing about Sergio Garcia. <laughs> Sergio got a little upset, didn't he? You can't get mad if you hit the ball straight. It's a big old duck hook. Then he he hit it out of bounds or something, and he goes and, and, and you've got the PGA rule apparently is you got three minutes to find your golf ball. He took over three minutes, and he got mad, and so he 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 indicated that he may be joining the uh, the new golf tour that uh, that uh, they're putting together. So there you go. All right. Uh, Ward's going to be in Duncanville. If you need a ride, Ward will pick you up. Just let him know. Uh, he's headed to Duncanville for the Crawford softball game. That'll be uh, game one tonight and 645 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the first pitch. And then again tomorrow, uh, what, 1145 a.m. Mm-hmm. And all those games over on 104.9. We'll have the Bosqueville, Bosqueville Bulldogs and Ranger tonight uh, beginning at 445 right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll see you Monday at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas.